Yeah. Let it ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. Let it ride. Mm. DNVR bets daily. RK <laughs> and Professor Dre. Monday. Oh, man, it's good to be here on a month. Oh, what's that? What is that? Is that a heater alert? Sure who could is. that Wait, wait, who? A heater alert? Wait, we need this too. Oh, yeah. Give, oh. give me it all. Give me it all. What a freaking weekend it was. What a weekend it was. Here, I probably shouldn't wear my shades inside. Oh, still got them. <laughs> Let's go. Booyah. Five. And one for your boy, but but it's, well done. it's not just any five and one, not just any five and one. So let's recap the whole weekend here. By the way, how'd you do? It ended up being five and five, but I'm rocking the shades because I made out like like a bandit. the 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 sports book account is uh is looking real nice, and I came back from the dead. I I pulled a real John Elway two minute drill. <laughs> I had it all on the line. And uh, next thing you know, I'm in the Super Bowl uh, just when I thought the season was over. So, yeah, spectacular stuff. Congratulations. Thank Amazing you. weekend all around. And there it is. Oh, it just, can we so have the beautiful. heater alert, too? Again, I want that one, too. Let's just – there we go. <laughs> um, okay. So let's go back to the oh. start of the weekend. Weekend starts off 5.30 a.m. Saturday morning. Wolves. Mm -hmm. My wolves. Easy uh, I honestly didn't see it. They scored one goal. It was in the 67th minute, and that was all they needed. And uh, it, was, it wasn't even by, like, the main players. You know, sometimes if you're going to play for the, you know, um, champ in the Champions League, you're going to have to have days like that where your top guys don't have it. Like Leon, Dion Decker or something scores in the 67th minute, and you're you're off. You know, that's all you needed. Uh, so shout out to Wolves. 3-0 since the restart and yeah, mm, feels great to be part of the pack right now. Got to admit, truly. And uh, you know that was that was maybe your your least profitable bet of the day of the weekend, which of really everything. tells you how you you were just on the up up streak the whole time. Yep. So then we go, and um, I had Mackenzie Hughes mm -hmm. to beat mm -hmm. Phil Mickelson on the day. Just uh, had a bad feeling about Phil coming back. Thought Mackenzie Hughes is going to play really well. Yep. Well, only one of those two things happened, and it was Phil coming back a little bit. And Hughes shot like two under or something. Phil shot one over. That's a win. We're Easy. up to 2-0. and oh. mm -hmm. And then the ever-profitable uh, ever UFC card came around for us. And I think we found a real kink in the system here, Andre, <laughs> I mean... with... The to go the distance round robin parlay that I put together on Friday, and wow, that was uh, quite—I don't even know what to call it. Uh, you know, it was weird betting against the action, but it—you it, you have your own internal action. Uh, you oh, texted yeah. me during the fight. You said it's a whole new hit of crack. <laughs> yeah, that final card, the entire last two rounds, I was pacing and yelling at Dan Hooker to just stay alive. It was a, uh, it was a, a, a new high in watching the UFC. That's for sure. And so the funny thing is, so we also had um, a couple straight up bets. Yeah. Uh, on so, well, first of all, yeah. So. We end up going three for five on the round robin parlay, and that's what you got to do. Um, you, you know, two for five, you're going to be a little down. Three for five, you're going to double your your money uh, mm -hmm. plus a little something something. So that's what we ended up doing. Three for five. We should have had four for five. 
And and to those who didn't listen on Friday, we said if we get three for five, we're just going to call that one win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we get four for five, we'll call that two. If we get two for five, we'll call it one loss. We get one for five, we'll call it two losses. And then three losses if we went over. Um, we should have had four for five. Yes. Do you remember the fighters? I'm blanking. It was Mo Green against mm-hmm. um, worst fight of the night. Valade, something like that. Here, oh, Viante. Viante against Mo Green, and Viante <sighs> has Mo Green. I mean, it, it looks like oh boy, round three is about to get the knockout. But Green manages to stay alive, and they're grappling, and it's looking like oh man, this is this is perfect. They were three forty four into that final third round we we needed just barely over a minute to survive and get that four for one on the on the round robin parlay which i mean <laughs> i i might be in a, a bedazzled hummer uh, on this episode <laughs> had that gone through forget the the white shades and yet the maybe the craziest upset we've seen thus far in our time watching the ufc together mo green who seemed down for the count somehow manages to stranglehold Volante and end it right then and there when it seemed like he was over. Bro, if you get strangled from on top, you you got to retire. Get out. Um, He, you know, the Great. thing is, he, he got on top and he was controlling the fight and he was trying to finish him. And this is something I've learned. Yes. When you try to finish and mm-hmm. fail, you're in big trouble. Yes, because he expended so much energy because he knocked him down. And and I thought, there we go. This is it. And, uh, you know, a quicker trigger uh, referee. Is that that what a referee? Sure, sure. Could have called the fight. Like Mo Green got hit in the face like eight times in a row. (laughs) For sure. And Viante is just pounding him. He survives. And at this point, Viante is done. He has no more energy. So he's just kind of laying on top of Mo Green, just being like, all right, well, at least I'll win this round as long as I don't let him get up and and, and get me a couple hits. And, I mean, just one little slip. That's what I love about UFC. And, you know, I found a new thing. You put your head – all he did, he put his head over his shoulder. He kind of slid it in right here. Mm -hmm. And that gave Green a pressure point to where he could lock it in. And so he locks his head in, and uh, we were there was actually a guy who had fought a little bit of UFC sitting near our table at the DNVR bar, or some MMA, mm-hmm. and he said, <clears throat> you know, once your chin is over that shoulder, uh, yeah, it's really hard to get it out of there. It, it, you and you can kind of imagine, you know, setting right, right. your and so that's once he had him in that. Or I guess it would have been I, I don't know which way he had him. Yeah. There was nowhere for yeah. him to pull his head out because his chin was hooked over the back of the shoulder, and I, I didn't even see it coming. No, like, oh, I didn't not think, at like, all. Oh, he's got him. He's got it locked in. I just all of a sudden I saw him tapping. I was like, "What is he tapping about?" Right. And then the fight was over. I'm like, "Oh my god, he just tapped out." It was insane, man. It was wild. Yeah. Um, that was a rough one. That was a rough one. And really, I mean, I'm kicking myself because the round robin parlay, the two that didn't go the distance were the two heavyweight fights. Right. Where I've always said, you know, heavyweights, upsets are possible, one shot, you know, knockouts are possible. But these guys were just so uninspiring. We thought they would be the rare heavyweights that wouldn't go the distance. 
or that would go the distance and we were this close man yeah so close. and and then that would have made this final fight going the distance uh we would have been doing backflips through the bar That's right. um because this one was i think believe uh, plus 225 to go the distance on the mm-hmm. money line or maybe even mm-hmm. plus 250 it was not supposed to go the distance uh poirier and hooker and wow i mean unreal fight these guys fought you know a lot of times we just talked about you know Volante getting on top of green and just trying to stall maybe like three of the 25 minutes that this fight went were that otherwise these guys especially the first two rounds they were fighting for 10 straight minutes no breathers no pin up against the the fence nothing the cage like these guys were just fighting for 10 straight minutes and it really lived up to it for the rest. Obviously it slows down. It always does them when sure. it goes five rounds, you know, right. uh, but unfreaking believable fight. And we actually on the show liked hooker. Uh, yeah. And I, I believe that bared itself out in this fight. Like it was, totally. you know, it could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Um, it maybe was settled in the fifth round. Yeah. And I changed because on Saturday morning, I wake up to the old Christmas present from DraftKings. Every once in a while, they just doesn't matter the day. They just slide a present under the tree, and you just you you can't turn them down when they give them to you. I wake up. It says Poirier has been boosted from minus what was it minus two something? Yeah, I mean it was right around minus two. Yeah, yeah, to to plus five hundred. And so I'm like, okay, thank you, DraftKings. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, appreciate it yeah i'll go ahead and get right in on that so i took it uh and before the fight i'm like telling everyone at the dnvr bar all right we needed to go the distance yes. and poirier to win i realize this is highly unlikely because if you parlayed those two things together um you probably would have got what i think you were 500? getting at least in the 600s yeah so i know i got hooker to do that in the four or five hundred Okay. Okay. So, but that seemed more likely, right? If Poirier was going to win, it was more going to be by more realistic by a knockout because he was pushing, pushing the pace. Man, yeah. And I was at a point where if Poirier won by knockout, it would have been devastating. Devastating. My my weekend would have been over. I went in on Hooker so early last weekend because. All the guys that I've liked and thought were underdogs ended up not being as big underdogs or almost being favorites. So I was like, no, this time I'm getting in early. That line never shifted. But then on Saturday, I doubled down and uh, parlayed him with Gall because why not? And then took a parlay for Hooker to win by decision. So I was all in, man. And I got to that final fight. I was really it was a. it was decision time. You know, it was like we we win this round robin parlay or it's time to uh, start a new betting budget. And luckily, the the parlay went through. And even if Hooker didn't win, it was still uh, still enough. And I know you made out like a bandit there with uh, that odds boost, man. What, right. what a gift from God. And I, I didn't get that. That was a uh, unique to you. So uh, what a lucky duck. I guess it was like high rollers only or something. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> or maybe they, they saw your slump and they wanted to get you back in back on the winning streak. Whatever it was, it worked out. And can I just say, I hope at the bar they had the volume on for the Mike Perry interview post. Oh, man. He turned me all the way around. I, I could not agree more. <laughs> Mike I mean, Perry is maybe one of my favorite guys. Frankly, if he if anyone knows Mike Perry... 
have him reach out. I'd be very interested in helping him however I can. How insightful he was. I, I got him all wrong. He's young. He's yep. got the physique. He won. It showed great fight IQ despite not having coaches. This guy with the proper grooming and people around him, I think could be a really, really fun athlete. And he's got the he, he's got the entertainer stuff comes naturally, right? So totally. many guys have to work for that persona. He's got it in spades and the talent. He's just got to get all that other stuff figured out. Man, when he's talking about getting a deal with the tax man and having to figure things out after this fight, now that he's got this check, I was just like, wow, I'm such a fan of Mike Perry. I picked against him because of the persona. He turned me around completely. I, You said if anyone can get in touch, you want to help him out. I would just yeah. want to say sorry. Uh, because I totally, you know, was judging him by his right. actions, but right. uh, not and not the way that he really is. Like, you know, I saw him barking at the weigh-in on Friday, and I'm right. like, stop, stop! <laughs> what are you doing? You look like an idiot. And then he gets on that mic after just getting punched in the face fifty times, and he sounds like a freaking MMA genius up oh, there. And so, uh, all apologies to. Uh, Mike Perry, yes. we are we are team we're team platinum. Team platinum uh, from here on out, we mm -hmm. totally got you wrong. You're awesome. Congratulations. That's um, absolutely. Please don't hurt us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so we end up getting uh, the three of five. We hit that, and I also get the five to one on a max mm. ten bet on Beautiful. Poirier uh, to to win that fight. So, you know, we're we're doing backflips. Well, I have a couple cold pops at the DNVR bar. I'm having a good night. Mm -hmm. I get home. What is this? Another <laughs> present under the tree? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I look down and it says uh, DraftKings odds boost. Dustin Johnson or who's the other? Brendan Todd both boosted up to plus 400. And so that you know, was an or that you were in. No, no, you could oh, have okay. one you either or. DJ. Yes. Okay, great. Um, so I said, let's go. And you know, uh, the 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 drinks from the DNVR bar had me feeling a little extra confident. So I threw you know more than one unit on it. <laughs> and the best part about this Dre is I put it on Dustin Johnson and. I'm, you know, uh, watching and and he surges up to the top of the leaderboard pretty early, but he's tied at 18 under. Because and Ryan set the stage. He started the day two behind the lead. Okay, yep, but he best. was still in second place, and he's just coming off that 61 mm -hmm. where he looked on fire in that. That was the third round. Yeah. Yeah, and when his big stick is working, yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's uh, he's pretty automatic. So I take that with some liquid confidence behind the fingers on the, on the numbers that I pressed and I get out. Uh, so at two o'clock I've got to leave cause I've got a tea time. And so I'm out on the course and being the um, zoned in type of guy I am on the golf course, mm. I completely forgot about what was going on in the, mm. in the match. And so I turned to Henry and I'm like, Hey, have you seen what's uh, going on in the golf at all today? And he's like, no, but when I left my house, uh, Dustin was in full command of everything going on. And I was like, oh, let's go. 
looked down at the phone and he's like one up with two to go. Mm. Apparently I didn't even know he bogeyed 16 to give one back. Yeah. Um, so I, he was two up yep. and they bogeyed 16. And so now I'm refreshing, you know, every five seconds thinking, right. like, why aren't these guys hitting more shots? Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Oh, right. Cause then the weather delay comes. Yeah. Oh, is that what happened? That's what happened. Yeah. There was like an hour we were on weather delay. You were probably freaking out during that time. I was like, I, I think I lost service. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Yep. Uh, so anyways, eventually I looked down and it says final Dustin Johnson. And I was ecstatic at any point. And I, and I, I don't think I've ever done live betting on Sunday for someone to win. Mm-hmm. Um, that would obviously be the easiest time to pick it. But I've never picked a golf winner before the tournament, during the tournament, at any time. So this is my first one. Uh, and I end up, this, you know, with all the boosts and everything we did, going five and one. But I think I was up 10 units this weekend. That's pretty, pretty nice. Yeah, that's quite nice. I guess I ended up up yeah a little over 10 units like 12 units i i have to factor in how many units i i i put down because i did um i definitely had some losses you know sunday or saturday started off a little rough my uh tie in the bundesliga at plus 500 didn't hit um mm. and then right the two upsets in the ufc don't come through and mm-hmm. the round robins looking a little rough because it started off one and two you know after the first three fights so we really needed those uh, final two to go the distance and indeed they did um but man I, I, there's nothing worse than the guy you picked on the money line already losing and just having a hold on i mean when ufc fighters are tired it's just like they're like they're like your drunk friend trying to walk home it's like every step it could be the end you know but somehow those guys stayed alive and i am so grateful so more often than not, these the bet the the bet with more juice is to go the distance, right? Yeah. I think we might have to make that play every card. I know, and this was with the smaller cage, Ryan. Right. right. Not we'll having to travel out of the juice. country and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um yeah, I yeah, I, I like that a lot. Uh and these now guys- it's I mean, it, the way these guys take a beating is just oh, unbelievable. Insane. Right. At every every fight night, I come away thinking that was amazing that that guy survived that type of beat. Right. That, that's the athletic feat every time when I watch the UFC that just baffles me. And yet I'm prone to pick it to end under two and a half or on a KO mm-hmm. or because it's fun to root for that. It's fun to get on your feet and be like, finish them, you know, and really... Uh, but yeah, it's harder to happen, especially when you have guys like Volante, where it looks like, oh, he's got the finish, but then he tires out in trying to actually close it out. And then it kind of reopens the fight. It's incredible. Um, Sunday, though, I killed it. I finally got an odds boost that did work after losing two. I took one on La Liga for Barcelona and Atletico Madrid. Both to win seem like automatic. Barcelona somehow gets tied up at the very end. I took the same one with the Bundesliga. Dortmund somehow loses 0-4 to uh, Hoffenheim or something. Uh, but no, I took my picks were the FA Cup, Arsenal and Chelsea to win. They both did. Arsenal did it in extraordinary late fashion. They were up one zip for like 80 minutes, then got tied up. 
then went back up in the final 90. Um, my guys from AC Milan with the big win against Rome. And then in the Serie A, my two upsets were this close to, to putting me way over the top. Somehow Verona, who is up 3-1, gets tied up 3-3 at the 97th minute. 97th, Rock. Um, I mean, just... What the hell was it doing in the 97th minute? Well, now they have these weather breaks, but because it's soccer, no one no one even knows how to stop the time. So they just need to add more extra time. And it got to 97, and these guys tied on a, a blast from outside. Like, absolutely insane. And then Parma, who I took just to troll Inter, they're up one zip. They could have easily gone up two zip multiple times. I had the tie, so I'm almost on the edge of my seat. Like, okay, let's not go too far. Inter ties it up. A Parma player is so mad about the goal that Inter scored. <laughs> Arguing with the ref, he gets a red card. <laughs> and with the man disadvantage, Inter manages to go up 2-1 and completely blow. This happened in the span of 10 minutes. I oh. went from, like, it's the 80th minute. I'm about to go 5-0 and on Sunday to these two devastating, like, late losses happen. But still, the, you know, up 12 units were feeling great. So I, I won't even complain. So what was your biggest win of the weekend? Hey, the round robin parlay, because I, I believe so much. I, I doubled down. Dude, that, um, that warmed my heart. It's like your son saying that they want to, you know, run the family business or something. Like, well, I believe. Like it, was, it was my, you know, my it concoction. Was. It was. And then you're like, yeah, I, I put twice as much on it. Than you <laughs> right. did. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> All right, let's go. But um, I I put like two units on Milan and the the odds boost with uh, Chelsea and Arsenal was uh had them at like plus four five forty they were both in the plus like over one fifties but so I didn't have a single win that was less than plus one fifty so that's where the value came so the moral of the story of this weekend for both of us is when DraftKings puts presents under the tree you open them. And take you them. take them and you thank DraftKings yes. uh, and you take your dubs. And speaking of DraftKings Sportsbook, you can get these amazing odds boosts when you go and dra- download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code DNVR when you sign up. And on top of all these amazing deals that they just give to you, you don't even have to ask. They just send them to you. Uh, you'll also get a $1,000 bonus uh, when you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook and use the code DNVR. $1,000 sign-up bonus when you use the code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. Bonus comprises of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires a 25x playthrough, and restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Dre. Well, it's a pretty slim... um, yeah. slate we it's have true. here tonight but there's one thing that i really like uh and it fits inside our rules and i feel like you know this should be pretty automatic so i'm going to give you manchester united to beat brighton tomorrow straight up it's minus 165 you know you're giving up a little bit of value here but you're getting the much better side i think they should mm-hmm. actually be probably over 200 mm-hmm. uh in terms of uh, how big of favorites they are if you want Brighton straight up, you can get them for 510. So that's showing you that uh, DraftKings believes they have no chance of winning or a very slim chance of winning. And yeah. the tie is obviously in play as well, but that's the 
second most likely thing to happen. Manchester United, they're fun to watch uh, play. They'll be, they should win this pretty handily. Yeah, I think so too. I got confused with the FA Cup and EPL action. Uh, So this was one of my picks on Friday. So we couldn't agree more. Um, You can get a few odds boost on this. If Man U wins both halves, you can get that at plus 385 on DraftKings. Yep. They got to win uh, both halves though. Win both halves. Yes. So that means at half, we go zero zero. No, both halves they need to score one zip at least win the first half one zip at least win the second half one zip. That's what I mean. So yeah, after the so even if they win the first half, we're starting the second half at zero zero. They got to win that yes, one. Yes, yes, exactly. That's my understanding. And then if they score three or more, Ooh. which that's a plus three forty. Intriguing, intriguing, intriguing. Um, I'm gonna stick with my one here. Try to stay hot, but before you know, this is kind of a bridge day. You mm-hmm. just got to keep the flame lit, you That's know, right. on the heater uh, to get on it to, to, to Wednesday where there's a lot more action on the table. And then we, of course, get into golf. I mean, isn't mm. that great about golf? It's really nice. And I'm, you know, I have been betting a, a, a tournament winner basically every time. And one of these days I'm going to get it just like my NASCAR win uh, came in back a few weeks back because I love that about golf. I love those long shots, man. Yeah, it, it is fun. I just love the fact that you're betting on golf Sunday night, and then you're already back to betting on golf by Wednesday. I know, and in two weeks, they're, they're in our home state. Oh, really? Yeah, there's one in the Midwest this week, and then next one's, uh, well, At, I'll tell you where exactly in Colorado. I would guess I TPC forget. Colorado? I think that's exactly right. Yep. Where's well, that in? That's a... Uh... I actually, I, I don't, I don't know. I've heard great things though. Hatch. Yeah, it's like birthed, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, big game tomorrow in La Liga with Barcelona taking on Atletico Madrid. Big rivalry, two big teams. Barca at home has won um, every game in the last five. Atletico has won the most recent, but that was neutral site. Spanish Super Cup, those are always a little fluky. You can get Barcelona at minus 118. That's pretty nice for Messi and the guys trying to win La Liga where they're just two points behind Real Madrid. Sevilla, another Liga team. They Any idea? Off that, is that on ESPN or something? No, unfortunately, it's on BN Sports. And if you have Comcast, Comcast doesn't carry that. And like Comcast is truly the worst. Um, Goodness gracious, man. I mean, yeah. we got the arguably the best soccer player in the world on the pitch. Yes. There's no one else playing in, in any sports. And we can't get this man on American television. That's terrible. Um, DraftKings should carry them like they carry the Bundesliga and, and just ping-pong. solve all our problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sevilla, another really good Liga team. They're in the Champions League area. They're plus 100 um, to go against the second bottom team in uh, La Liga. They just, uh, Sevilla started off slow since coming back from the quarantine, but I think this is exactly the game where they get off the schneid. Plus 100 for a top team like that, I think is really nice value. Um, and I'm going to stick to three because, you know, odd picks always becomes mm-hmm. messy. But if you want to have some fun while you're watching Lazio against Torino, um, you know, DraftKings gave me all their data um, and all the big the big winners last last weekend were all first to score or to score. And Andrea Belotti is kind of the, the Holland of Italian soccer. Torino really plays for him. So if anyone's getting a goal for them, it's him. And they've conceded a decent amount of goals the last two games, Lazio. Belotti to score, plus 230. 
So you just go player props to score, not first to score, just to score. And then they have literally every player on either team and you go, yes, for him, it's plus 230. That That's not an official pick, but it's if you want to have some fun tomorrow afternoon, that's a decent value to put out there. I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm Lazio is dead to me. I, um, rightfully so. I understand. <laughs> I love that. Uh, you know, in American sports, you're watching these teams a lot, so you can't just kill off a team after one game. <laughs> right, right. But all these new leagues, I'm like, if you do me wrong once, you're you're dead to me. Especially the first time. Like, if you win the first time, I bet on you. Oh, I know. Well, then you've built up some goodwill, and one loss just gets us to one and one, and we're fine. Right. But if you, you know. I don't know, for example, have a 2-0 lead in the first 15 minutes and you can't hold on to it, you're dead to me. Yeah. So, um, you know, sorry, goodbye. Um, anything else uh, on the table? Just uh, if you're trying to get in early, our good friends at um, DraftKings are offering a plus 1,300 odds boost for Webb Simpson. I'm not sure how long that'll be around. Um, and oh, well, just just an homage to our old friends from the KBO. You could get an odds boost of plus 225 if you bet the Dinos, Twins, and Tigers all to win. That sounds like a dangerous odds boost, but just throwing it out there. And we haven't talked about this one yet, and maybe we should. But while we're on the topic of odds boost, maybe we can have a whole uh, segment about this coming we up. Could. But it's called the Mile High Mega Boost. Oh, yeah. Now, it starts with a behemoth. Colorado Avalanche to win the Stanley Cup. That is, what is it right now, plus 800? Yeah, I believe so. I believe okay. it's still plus 800, yeah. Plus 800. So check. that's big. And Nuggets to make the Western Conference Finals. They don't have to win it. They just have to make the Western Conference Finals. If those two things oh. happen... You can get the appropriate, uh, appropriately boosted odds here of plus fifty-two eighty. So that's juicy. It says uh, normally it would be plus four thousand, so they're boosting it a lot uh, up to get it to, of course, fifty-two eighty. I, as always, didn't read the fine print. That's just the Nuggets to reach the Western Conference semis. To re or, uh, reach final, Western Conference finals. Yes. They just need to be a final four NBA team. Now that's much more. Exactly. Doable. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, obviously you got to get that first leg from the avalanche. That's the hardest one to get. Um, wow. But I mean, I can't, I can't imagine the abs winning the Stanley cup and then being in my head like, all right, all right. Well, I guess the nuggets would happen first. Right. Cause they're starting around the same time. Right. Yeah. 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 It would have yeah. to, because then the okay, NHL has uh, extra I'm rounds. Yeah. Right. I'm glad I'm glad you have like in the scenario where this hits, you have the nuggets already in the bag, and now you're just like, I just need this to get my what is that, five hundred to one or fifty to one? Fifty to one. Yeah. Fifty two point eight to one. That'd be that'd be pretty juicy. I mean, I already have a lot of action on that abs because we got the boost and I've parlayed it and you know. <laughs> you parlayed it with 17 other outcomes i i, I did enjoy a, a futures only parlay which i think is extra fun yeah well then uh yeah i guess you won't need my explainer on futures bets that i just came out with uh this 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 afternoon that was really well played i saw our sales um extraordinaire and do it all uh lindsey sour 
tweeted out that can she bet on the Patriots not to make the playoffs now that they have Cam Newton? Absolutely, you can, Lindsay. Um, and in fact, you know, there's been some 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 changes to to the Patriots after the signing. They went from you know championship odds went from plus two thousand to plus seventeen hundred. AFC odds went from plus twelve hundred to plus six hundred to win the AFC. Do you know what the letters G M A F B stand for, Andre? Uh, no, I guess I don't. <laughs> Give me a break. Six to one to win the AFC. What a joke! What a joke! Are they the favorites now? No. What What are the Patriots? Or what? They what is it? Three fifty. Three fifty is probably the Chiefs. Yeah, they, to win the AFC. They have gone from eight and a half wins to nine and a half. If you want to hear how I feel about this in total, uh, you can go listen to the DNVR Broncos podcast from today because I was on one about Cam Newton and the Patriots. You're not a believer, even with Cam. No, 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 no. And then the fact that they only signed him just to deflect from the fact that they were caught red-handed cheating again. I mean, it's just all a joke. Um, So, I mean, from you as someone who can appreciate good PR, that's... uh Arguably it was genius. like a genius. Yeah. It was genius, but I'm I'm not even sold that that wasn't the only reason they signed him. Oh, no, yeah, you could convince me that that easily was like 90% of it. Sure. And so sure. that like I was telling Zach and Mace, I don't I'm not even sold on him being the starter. That's where I'm at on camera. No, it's very possible. Um, Chiefs and Ravens do have better odds to win the AFC at plus 300 and plus 325 putting these guys at third because they got cam newton who hasn't been good in almost five years actually he actually did have one good season since the super bowl but all the other ones have been like including the ones before the super bowl like he's got two good seasons and like six really average at best i tell you what i do like is now the patriots to win the afc east at plus 110 i I do like that I mean, I know that the I could Bills tell a, you on him being a better quarterback than Josh Allen. No, no, the Bills, the Bills have Cam Newton before he was washed. Eh, I think Cam <laughs> was better than what Josh Allen was. He was. But um, you never know. Cam Newton pre-2015 was kind of looking very Josh Allen-y. Uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden he was an MVP. So you never know. All of a sudden Josh Allen might be dabbing on fools next year. Uh, he might. Um, while we're plugging other podcasts, listen to the dra- draft podcast on the Broncos and BuzzFeed. We talked a lot about uh, 2021 NFL draft props and college football props, which are already on the DraftKings app. So there's a little preview where Hank and I were able to go in depth a little more. Tell me one uh, prop from the 2021 NFL draft that you gave out. Uh, Penny Sewell plus 400 to be the first pick. Because he's a generational tackle prospect, it's a great quarterback class, but there's a chance a team that already has a young quarterback ends up with the first overall pick, and Sewell is so good, they wouldn't trade out of that, and uh, there you go. Yeah, the most... They would trade out of it, I'm sorry, Andre. You think because it's possible? someone wants Trevor Lawrence, and they're going to give up whatever it takes to get him, in my opinion. And so as good as Sewell is, three first-round picks is better. Oh, man. Sewell's really like the best O-lineman I've ever watched. 
Really? Um, yeah, he's pretty special. So I don't know. Well, I and guess I like... if you're like the Dolphins and you sit down Tua this year, and next year you're See? like, man, we got to protect him. Yep. Could be. Could and be. they have all the picks they need. Um, I also gave out Jalen Waddle, first wide receiver taken, plus 400. And the, you're getting the favorites in these categories at pretty good value, too. So. Jalen Waddle, Rondell Moore. Who else is in that group? Uh, Jamar Chase is the favorite. Sadly, Justin Ross is on that list, but he got injured, so he's not too high. Tillon Wallace from Oklahoma State's there. Um, and Aramon St. Brown, who's mm-hmm. a, a sneaky little pick from UFC. Hmm. I like Waddle there. I think it, it'll probably come down. I mean, Devontae it, Smith it, also on that in that. So we're gonna have three. Oh no, just no just three. Two. Just two. Two more Alabama receivers go in the first round. Four in two years. Probably so all in the top fifteen. Yep. Devontae Smith is like the unsung. We uh, we can talk about this yeah, type yeah. of stuff for hours. All you. right. That's probably going to wrap it up for us today on DNVR Bets Daily. Let's keep the heater alive tomorrow, and then we'll Let's go help. ham. All right. Uh, on Tuesday night, or yeah, Tuesday night, uh, and then bring out a bunch more. But uh, thanks to everyone who rode with us. Thanks for everyone who believed in us this weekend. We needed your belief to put us through and over the edge. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow and get it popping again. So have a great night. As you guys know, we're working with DraftKings Sportsbook, so make sure you download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app today and use the code DNVR when you